Hello everyone, welcome back, we're here again, and I'm having a really difficult time starting this episode. I am all in my head. I've been running around from one computer to the next, trying to get the right camera, the right sound. Ah, uh, why, why, why? What am I afraid of? Am I afraid of that all the listeners are going to judge my podcast? Am I afraid my message won't come across? Yeah, probably all of that. And so my lovely ego is almost like, don't do it. You don't have to do it. And I want to. I like to do this. It's fun for me. Um, in my true space, in my soul space, I actually don't really care how it comes out. It doesn't matter. This is um, a source of creativity for me. It's a source of my own entertainment. Um, it's even entertainment for others. So why not? Why not? Why not? What's going to happen? But that's what's going on for me. And so it's been hard to just get started. But now that we've eared that out, the system is starting to settle a little. A little. And what I want to talk about today, there was a, a lot of things I wanted to talk about. I had a full-on episode planned in my head, and I wanted to share it. And while that was going on, I had to actually take a lot of breaks in the middle of, those th uh, middle of all those thoughts and come back to my breath and allow them to just kind of be forgotten from my mind. And why would I do that? Very simple. And here's our first topic. All the brain chatter and the mind noise and all that is lovely. It's lovely. Sometimes it's, um, it's good stuff. Sometimes it's just nourish. Um, it doesn't really matter. What I focus on these days is as much as I can, and as much as I can, dropping a thought in the middle of it developing, a grand idea in the middle of developing, and I just want to finish it. And as it has to notice that I'm stuck in my mind, I bring my awareness to my breath and allow the thought to just go. And why do I do that? Well, you can try this at home next time you are in that space of lost in your thoughts and your mind, feel to pay attention to how you feel in your body. Like even if it's a very good idea, and it's um, a beautiful thought, maybe a, fa a fantasy of something great. It creates this tension in my body, this anxiety. I begin to feel it in my belly, in my chest. I feel all this anxiety. And the reason is, is because I'm not being present anymore. I got lost. Lost in my mind, lost in my ego. And, and I'm not where I am. For example, today I was preparing myself a sandwich. A mayo, lettuce, tomato, and jalapeno sandwich. Absolutely delicious. And as I'm opening the bread, I'm thinking of using this as an example for the podcast that I'm going to do later on today. And so I start to 
uh, I'm not there anymore making a sandwich. I'm now in Thoughtland thinking about how making a sandwich and then not realizing that I'm making the sandwich starts to take me on on a take me out of my experience of making the sandwich to thinking about how it's an example of a podcast that I'm going to record later and the second I noticed that I realized oh my god I'm so tense I'm so tense I'm not I'm not here I'm not relaxed and so it's like okay deep breath bring my awareness back to my breath back to my breath and then I become removed from the thought and I can observe that my mind won't stop it will continue thinking developing this thought but I'm not anymore attached to it now I'm noticing that oh, I'm also making a sandwich and um, and as I eat the sandwich I realize oh it's really crunchy and really delicious I'm now in my body I'm in my experience where I am right now and it's calm it's calm the body has calmed down and if you don't believe me, just try it. It doesn't matter how good or bad the thought is. If you're lost in thought, it, it leads to unsettling unsettlement in the body. And so it becomes more, it becomes, the thought is, is coming from my ego, whether it wants to feed me with, with good ideas or bad ideas, it still wants attention. And that attention that it gets is, is just unsettling it's unsettling it starts to unsettle me I was learning yesterday and we're learning a mimer which speaks about dealing with speaks about the Pari and Pari's idea was that God has left this world in the hands of the constellations in the hands of uh, the tools that actually make the world run that God has given them power so to speak and they run the world and he the the one God has, a, he deals more in the spiritual realms, he's not involved in the day-to-day. -day. And, and I noticed that, that when I have a very successful day, so to speak, or a good day, it's very easy to say, oh, God really exists, he's really here, look how much he helped me. And I get excited about that that is from the ego when the ego feels like oh things are working out it's great he starts to feed you oh that's godly it's godly see god really does exist and when things aren't working out so well i begin to even question the day that worked out well was it really god or was it just you know circumstances that uh, aligned really well and so everything worked out well it wasn't god as we know him the one mighty god but it was actually just yeah, nature had it um, nature had it rolling well for me and and I find a way to remove God from the situation and say you know it was just uh, it just happened to be a really good day and that idea is when I allow the excitement of a good day to take me over or I allow the negativity of a, of a bad day quote-unquote to take me over either way I'm now stuck in my head again being a slave to my own ego the soul is constantly calm it's always calm when things are good it knows it's God when things are not good quote-unquote it knows it's God there is a, there's a there, there is only good coming down from God but if it doesn't feel good it feels 
painful or uncomfortable, he still knows, or I still know, I am myself, still knows that this is all from God. There's no reason to get excited when things are great, and there's no, thing, no reason to get excited when things aren't great. The only thing that is making me excited or not excited is my ego trying to control the situation. And so I've been practicing a lot, even when things are really great. I got that call. Someone wants me to do some work with them. You know, like this is, my dream is coming true. I want to be able to help people. I want people to, whatever. I want to be in this space where people, I can be of service to others. And, and I get the call and then I start to get excited. Uh-oh, there it goes. The excitement is not coming from my soulful place. It's not from my wholeness because now I'm like, oh, this is what's getting me excited. It's something outside of me. And so I practice just bringing it back to the breath. And that excitement, it calms down. It calms down. And you might question, but it's good. It's, a, it's good excitement. No, I'm going to argue it's still not good excitement. It's nice. It's better to have that than, than the feelings of, of doom. But if I give that my awareness and I start to get too excited about it then it becomes about my ego and now I'm trapped again in my ego space and it's going to hurt me it's going to hurt me and so I need to pay attention to what I'm doing physically and just ground myself right back into my body return to my breath because I'm always breathing I can just bring my awareness there and I can feel the calm it comes in and now I can actually function from a place of wholeness, wholesomeness, in a place of calm, a place of full trust in God, that if someone reached out to me, perhaps I can be of help to them. So long I'm true to myself and not using this as, as fuel, to, uh, fuel to build my own ego, then I will get hurt. There will be karma and I'll have to deal with that. And so I have to return to my breath, relax my system, and say, okay, how can I be of service? And whatever has to happen will happen. I'm not attached to an outcome. I don't need this from anyone. They don't, I don't know if they, they don't necessarily, oh, excuse me. I don't know if they need me, but if they're reaching out to me, it's from God. And so whatever happens is I'm just here for the ride, rolling along. And so I will take that call, see if I can help. If I can, let's keep going. If I can't help, that's okay. And my system is constantly remaining at a a state of calmly, a state of, state of calm. There's a maybe equilibrium is the word. There's nothing exciting about it and there's nothing disappointing about it. And when there is disappointment or excitement, I need. I know. I know very well where it's coming from. It's coming from my ego, and I need to not engage with it and try to figure out what's going on. I can just simply come back to my breath. And I uh, don't take my word for it. Try it. I'm sure you have plenty of opportunity throughout the day where there's some excitement or some anxiety. It's technically the same. Try not finishing that thought and just coming to your breath and see how your body responds to it. Um, yeah, and that leads us, on, leads us into the next thing I wanted to talk about, which was cause and effect. Everything in this world operates by cause and effect. Nothing happens without there being a cause. And so, 
it connects with what I'm saying, but I'm not even going to try to bridge. Let's just pretend it's a new topic. You know, uh, I can't say I'm like so prepared here with what I want to say. I had all these ideas. They made so much sense in my head, but repeating them now on a microphone becomes a whole different story, and that's okay. We're just going to keep going. So there's cause and effect. And the effect has to happen. It's not a thing of its own, right? So, for example, I use this example, which I received from one of my uh, precious mentors. Someone has told me a lot. And he said, when it rains, there's going to be runoff water. Even after the rains has moved on and stopped, it's not coming down anymore, there's going to be running water in the streets, or there'll be wet areas around and as time passes that water will dry out it will run itself out it's not going to be here forever because the cause has finished and now this is just the effects of it and so anything that we experience in our life is the effects of some cause that has happened either in our present life or in our past lives but it's just effects and they have to run themselves out. And we'll experience this a lot with our emotions, which is a very easy way to understand them. If someone has um, hurt me in some way, they've caused me some, uh, some pain, I'm gonna use emotional pain, or something happened, let's go with this, something happened that was very sad for me. So now, there's a cause, you know, um, I thought I was going to strike gold with this uh, business deal, and it fell through. Now I'm filled with sadness. So there's a cause, the deal fell through, and there's the effect. The effect is sadness. Now what can happen is a person doesn't want to deal with the sadness. It's, just, it's like too much. It's too sad for me. So I distract myself from it. And this is where lots of addictions come into play or other ways of avoiding this feeling. Not realizing that the feeling of sadness has to play itself out because there's a cause. And if there's a cause, there is the effect. And when I start to tamper with the effect and say, oh, I don't want it to happen, let me try to hold back the rainwater, not realizing that the rainwater will run itself out. I don't have to dry up the rainwater. The rain finished. The rain will run out, the sad event happened, now it's over, and the sadness will run itself out. It's just an effect. Let me allow it to happen. Just get out of the way, and it will happen. By me just feeling that sadness, it will run itself out. It's finite. Whether take a day, or take a week, it's okay, but if I suppress it, I, I, I try to mess with the effect, then I'm further causing more cause and there'll be further effects and now have to run themselves out. And uh, it's important to know this when we're dealing with even with our children or others and our child is going through something, they're having a tantrum and we're trying to stop the tantrum from happening. This is not the place to have it. Stop crying. There's no reason to cry. Yes, there is. If they're crying, there's a reason to cry. This is the effects of it. Hold them and just allow it to happen and it will run itself out. And if the cause is still going on, you know, if like your hand is in the blender and you're in pain 
and you're like, oh, it's just the effects. Well, obviously, we're going to have to deal with the cause if we see the cause. But when the cause has finished, and this is just the after effects, we have to allow them to run themselves out, and they will. They can't be any greater than the cause. So if the cause is finished, the effect will also finish. And I think that really ties maybe into this week's Parsha, where we have the blessings and we have the curses. And, you know, we think like, what's with all the curses? Is God so evil? And it's not about good or bad. It's not evil. It's just there's cause and effect. And if we do certain actions, there's going to be certain effects and they have to play themselves out. That's just how it is. You know, think about um, speaking gossip about someone. That has That's a major, it's a cause that has a major impact. It's almost like impossible to stop it. The effects are, are catastrophic. But those effects have to play themselves out. So before we start doing things, we should think about what the effects may be. And so the more, and we're going to make mistakes, this is obvious, but the more aware we are of this, this concept of cause and effect, we can realize that right, right after we've done a mistake and we've hurt someone, to go and take responsibility and deal with the effect instantly before it turns into a rolling experience that goes on and on and comes out of control. I can now clean up my mess instantly before it comes back to bite me. So say I've hurt someone and I say, oh, I've just caused something to happen. Now the effects are going to be either that this, this will have to run itself out for who knows how long or I take responsibility right away and I could go out and apologize and end the effects of this cause immediately. Um, yeah, you'll we'll find that like when we have a, yeah, when there's, when there's a um, conflict, a conflict between people and it's unresolved and the conflict remains in effect in, so does, or in cause, it remains in cause, it's still going on. There's always more effect that goes on and on and on and on and on until someone takes responsibility and ends the conflict. And then the, the, the effect of that conflict will run themselves out. So we don't know how long it will take. Sometimes it takes longer, sometimes it takes shorter. But we just have to allow it to happen. When we start trying to stop the effects from happening, that's when we experience a lot of pain and a lot of suffering. And so a lot of our anxiety, this is where it ties back in, is notice that when you're when you're experiencing a lot of anxiety, a lot of discomfort, or even excitement, we need to return to our breath. Allow the anxiety to play itself out and not try to control it or stop it or understand it. There's no need for that. It's not about the anxiety that's not. The anxiety is only an effect of some prior cause. And if we just sit through that experience, again with the breathing and just feeling it and allowing it to happen it will play itself out and we will reach a place of comfort and um, we'll be in a place of a place of joy we can come to a place of joy through all of this um, allowing the effects to run themselves out so how much is in the bank that needs to run itself out for every person it's going to be something else I don't know I would never claim to know, but I do know that this is just a fact of life. It's the way the world works. It's the way it was created. 
that every cause has an effect, and the effect, so long we allow it to run itself out, will run itself out. But when we get involved, trying to control the situation, and trying to uh, feed our own egos and take control and be and know what's going on all the time and uh, trying to find ourselves false sense of security by chasing after more money and chasing after more understanding and, and, and giving a, a lot of uh, credit to the tools that we have as opposed to understanding that these are all the, the and everything in our life comes directly from God then we are doing more cause and we will have to deal with the karma that comes after that which is usually just more anxiety right like some people say when I have X amount of dollars in the bank I'm gonna feel financially safe and things are gonna be okay so they're putting their faith in something that's outside of them which is their money and when they even reached that amount of money only to discover that actually it wasn't enough if I had just a little bit more or now it's something else now it's something else because we are trying to take so much control um, and that just feeds more of this ego or we want to figure everything out in our mind which is also a tool a very powerful tool the mind the mind can lead us to understand the concepts that I'm trying to deliver here but if we put all our faith in understanding everything then the mind doesn't stop running and we find ourselves in a state of constant panic in a state of never being present in a state of just exhaustion because the mind is on is on overdrive you know i realized that when i'm like with my kid or any of my kids and they want my attention for something that i don't have patience at the moment like they got a new jewelry box and they want to show me all their plastic rings that they got from china and I'm just thinking about like, oh, I have whatever it is, I want to do this podcast, or I have a friend I need to call, or I have, I'm going to work soon, or we need to make dinner, or bedtime's coming, or whatever it is, and I'm not present with the child, it becomes impossible, and it becomes so draining, they're sucking the life out of me, versus if I can release everything, and just be with this child, like, let it all go, now I'm with my kid playing with their rings, and like, just bring my awareness right there, my system just calms down. I have all the time in the world and all the patience that's needed. But I have to get out of my head. I have to release my mind and breathe, return to my breath. Return to my breath or return to the playing that I'm doing and bring all my awareness there. Now, of course, again, the mind will keep doing its thing. But you'll see instantly. It happens so quickly that, oh, okay, I'm with you. And I don't have to go solve all those issues. They can wait till after. They really can. They, they almost always can. And if they can't, then you will explain that to your child and put a boundary and say, hey, I'll be with you in a minute. In a calm way, it's not from this place of panic. It's just, let me go deal with what I have to. Because, yes, the pasta is about to burn. So give me one second, and I'll be right with you. So I'm cool, calm, and collected. And my awareness is now on the pasta, so I don't have the anxiety that I need to play with my kid. And then I come back to my kid, and I release all, all that all that anxiety, all that control, all that mind chatter that's just pulling me to a thousand different places and return into my body and into my breath, my system calms down. It's just calm. Everything's fine. And the good news is that whatever I needed to deal with, if I really had to, my mind didn't forget about it. So it's going to bring it back up. And when it brings it back up, if it's an appropriate time to deal with, I will deal with it. If 
and if it's still not an appropriate time, I will again return to my breath, but it will not be forgotten. So that's okay, don't worry. You will not forget about everything you need to do. You will just experience a little more calm in your life, and um, your faith will shift from all the, the, the tools that are around that we use, that, or that God uses to deliver us what we need. Instead of putting our faith in them, we put our faith in Him. And so we're always at a state of, our soul is always in a state of calm, and if we're in a state of anxiety or too much excitement, then we are probably operating from an egotistical place. And that is why that feeling of discomfort is there. I think that's pretty much what I uh, wanted to deliver. Um, I hope I've come across clear. If you enjoyed this message, feel free to forward it to someone. If you haven't, that's okay. Um, you could even tell me. I'd love to hear your feedback. And thank you very much. Have a lovely, lovely Shabbos.